Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Beautiful Places with Neil Humphreys on Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Glenn Van Zuffen with you on Weekend Mornings. We're going to divert slightly from our normal beautiful places today with Neil because Jane Eyer is in the studio, yes. Jane's Tours. And, Neil, it's not that we don't like your beautiful places. It's just it's we're going to hear about a different one I'm today. hurt, Glenn. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I'm wounded. It's like a knife through the heart. No, well, highest As I'd like to say, try to get over it. Yeah, get over it. Get over it. Build a bridge. Build a bridge. No, this is I, – I, I wouldn't delegate this or pass it on. Delegate's the wrong word. Or hand it over. But I'm honoured. To hand it over to Jane on this particular Jane, week. Jane, uh, so great to have you with us. Uh, some 32 guides in your in your uh, stable of folks doing amazing tours around Singapore, not just for only for expats and, and tourists, but also for Singaporeans increasingly who are wanting to learn more about their heritage. And let's hope more and more take take one of your tours at some Absolutely, point. Absolutely, definitely. So tell us about your favorite place or one of your favorite places yeah. around Singapore okay. today. Well, there are so many and it's always difficult and invidious. It's like, what's your favorite child, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, boiling it down to one of the buildings that I really love, uh, that would be the Armenian Church mm. uh, on the corner of Coleman Street and Hill Street. Uh, it's the oldest Christian church in Singapore, built, of course, for the Armenians uh, in 1835. And it was designed in, uh, by an Irish architect, the first architect in Singapore, George Coleman, mm -hmm. hence Coleman Street, just around the corner. Mm. And I really feel that he put a lot of love into that building. You can tell. He had um, a lady French, we say, who was our part Armenian. Uh, she was Dutch Eurasian. I didn't know that. And I there didn't you know go. You Wonderful see, Neil, stuff. Look, 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 stuff. teaching Neil stuff. Keep know. going. Neil's, keep going. Get, Neil's getting excited <laughs> over here. Yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the intrigue. Uh, and I feel that when he built that uh, church, I mean, he built many things in Singapore. We've yeah. only got three or four of his things left these days. Mm. There were many, many other bungalows that he built, including the one he lived in himself sadly all lost where was but that that was right on coleman street right, right. yeah it's where uh, wow. one of the shopping centers is these days sadly yeah. but uh, it was it was brought down in, in the 1960s but um he built many different beautiful things but one of them as i say was the armenian church mm. built in 1835 so hence the oldest uh, christian mm. church in singapore uh it's modeled after saint gregory the illuminator in armenia and that's its name here as well the Armenian community has always been very small here, but they did contribute quite a lot in terms of finances for the building of that hmm. church. Hmm. Um, of course, when they first built it, it didn't have a steeple as it has today. That oh. was added later on okay. because the Bishop of Calcutta came over to Singapore and said all churches should have steeples, basically, because uh -uh. otherwise, how's God going to hear you, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Uh, or words to that effect. Yeah. And so I love it because I think architecturally it's very interesting. From the outside, it looks square. When you get inside, it's round. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just got a lovely atmosphere. It's a little bijou of a, of a yeah. church. And Jane, um, it's it's open all the time. Yes, People can it is go open. In yes, they do the have um, weddings and so forth sure. there. They don't actually have their own bishop here in Singapore. He comes up from Australia from time to time. But recently, they've taken the old bishop's house and converted into a small Armenian heritage centre. I was going to yeah. ask about that. The, yeah. the one that's on the property to the left. Correct. Right? Yeah. Correct. Mm. And so that one is not open the whole time. You have to do that by appointment. But uh, we do run an Armenians tour. We have one coming up in March. Mm. I think it is. Yeah. And um, that's one of the interesting sort of small communities that we do try to focus on from time to time. 
that, along with the Jewish and Sikh and so forth. Yeah, and I believe there's a small cemetery there as well, right? Yeah, there is. On the property? Correct. Actually, it's headstones. headstones. Um, so basically, when they um, took the old Christian cemetery up in Fort Canning, they moved quite a lot of the headstones down to the Armenian church oh. for anybody who was prominent from the Armenian community. So the graves aren't actually there? The graves are not there, no. They're in oh. the book. They went to the Bukatima cemetery, but then that got changed and uh-huh. exhumed, and then everybody went out to Chuachu Kang, of course, mm. like with everybody else, <laughs> basically. Um, but uh, essentially, you've got the headstones of people like me. Is founder Joachim, who yep. founded our National Flower, some of the Sarkis family, who of course founded Raffles Hotel, uh, and other prominent Armenians in Singapore. Well, that's the extraordinary thing that the Armenians at that time, small community, I believe, less yes. than 100, really punched above their weight, didn't Absolutely. they? As you mentioned, the Raffles yeah. Hotel, the National Flower. I mean, why is that? Because they're still quite prominent today, aren't they, in yes, Singapore? I mean, they are. They actually are. And um, there are more Armenians, of course, outside of Armenia, um, yeah. mainly because, of course, they've had some very tough times mm. in Armenia, including yeah. the genocide. It was mm. officially classified just recently by the states as mm. genocide. Mm. And so I guess they've had to, you know, wander far and wide. And uh, they're hardworking people and they've, they've just made their mark, a bit like the Jews, quite frankly. Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, the Jewish community, again, is very small here, but again, very important. Very dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful, wonderful choice from Jane because I think my third book was a direct inspiration from that church. It's an unbelievable story. I was arts editor then at a newspaper here and we got the press release through and if it was quick maths, if it was 2005, what anniversary was that? Because it was built in 1835, right? 70. (laughs) Yeah, so that's right. It was 170 years then Uh, and I I thought, Glenn, I generally thought it was an error because Hmm. uh, I, I said to my reporters, this has to be wrong. There cannot be a church. That, I didn't know much about the church then. There just cannot be a church that was built in a time when tigers were still mm. roaming the, the, the forests of Singapore. This is only, what is it, 1819 raffles arrived. You've got this beautiful church in 1835. So we're only talking 16 years. This has to be wrong. So I actually called up the PR people at the church. I was so convinced it was a typo. I said, is this true? 1835, <laughs> is this true? That very weekend show my ignorance, this was back in 2005, I went to the church myself because Mm. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I went around it. And that became the inspiration for one of my books. That church alone Mm. kick-started my whole, well, if I don't know about this and I thought I knew a little bit, then maybe there's not enough Actually, a lot of people don't know about it. Quite often I'll say, have you been to the Armenian church? Oh, where where is that? You know, And it has 1835 on a plaque on it, so there's absolute proof there. Um, It's not our oldest building. The oldest building is 1827, the Arts House, which again George Coleman was responsible for. Mm. But, uh, you know, he came to Singapore to help Raffles build the infrastructure essentially here. Mm. He built a house for Raffles at the top of Fort Canning, which of course has long since disappeared. Um, But he came here in 1822, so really in the very early days. With Jane Eyre of uh, Jane's tours. Jane, from what you know, what, what did what did that area look like back in 1835? Where the Armenian churches? Yeah, where the Armenian churches. Well, it was on the edge of what we now call the Civic District, mm. and that was essentially where the colonial people lived, essentially, mm. um, because Raffles and his town plan, of course, had Jackson designated... Plan, right? Yes, Jackson yeah. Plan had designated mm. various different areas for Chinese people coming in, Indian people, and, of course, most of the Malay people went either to Kampong Glam or down to Teloplanga. Yep. So it was it was the more populated area. I mean, as populated as any the part more of genteel Singapore. Sort of area, yeah, if you will. It's quite genteel. And later yeah. on, of course, we get the St. Andrew's Church being built a little bit later on and um, the Arts House, which is, of course, the old um, Parliament building prior to this. And it was a 
originally built as a private house in actual So the, the the street in front of it what would have been a two lane two lane street? Probably one lane. Yeah. <laughs> one lane. Excuse me. Dirt? Um, uh, dirt? Probably, yes, dirt. Well, you, yes. You, there are mm-hmm. some uh, not much but it's some wonderful footage of the turn of the century when it's still pretty much single lane thoroughfares then you know yeah. with the horse and carts and so on mm-hmm. and yes. unfortunately the, the, the rickshaw pullers and, and that kind of thing and that area as you mentioned yes. uh, you can make out one of the, the bridge was there I believe by then I'm talking about now the turn of the century yes. so 1900 you've got the is it Anderson Bridge yeah you've got uh, Anderson Bridge and, and you've got Cavanagh Bridge Cavanagh yeah. Bridge, yeah. Bridge is 1860s all these bridges which came from Glasgow, Glasgow of course yeah. and were assembled on the shores of the Singapore River I was thinking mm. that's amazing to think about it mm. um, so yes I, actually there are I've got a photo of a rickshaw puller right in front of the Armenian church wow. dated around about 1900 as you say so from Fort Canning down to the Armenian church and then down to the what arts house kind of area that's, that's right and right down to the Padang actually and right down to what where the water's front would have been because at the edge of the Padang. Yes, exactly, where yeah. the Esplanade is, which of course was the water's front sure. before land reclamation. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So it must have been quite a, this is going to sound stupid to say, obviously quite a different time, but also the, the patterns of life, you know, you would have the, the British who would kind of stay in their area and the Chinese in theirs and the Indians in theirs. I mean, not the mixed cultural diversity necessarily that we have today, right? True, except the trade brought people together a great deal. I mean, mm. you're going to get European traders as well as Asian traders down at Boat Quay, for example. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a real mix of people doing, you know, doing business together, essentially, in those kind of areas. But we have, there are many, many beautiful old paintings um, drawn from the top of Fort Canning, looking down to the town, yeah. and vice versa. And, you know, you can, you can get the impression of those. There are ladies in crinolines and so forth, <laughs> standing on the top of Fort Canning, looking down. And you can see the old buildings, and yeah. you can see that that was the centre of town because originally when Raffles signed the treaty in 1819 it was only for that small part of Singapore was what right? they rather quaintly called within a cannon shot of the water <laughs> <laughs> imagine that these days how, how long is, how far does a cannon go a big cannon these days. <laughs> exactly so um, so you know that that really was um, the soul and heart of, of, of colonial Singapore but likewise across the river you had Chinatown which was mm. extremely vibrant from really from the very early days and of course the Indians were down in Chinatown in the early days as well. Yeah. So that whole area, looking down from Fort Canning all the way down to the river and the other side of the river was already, you know, pretty uh, developed. And then once you go past that and you start moving towards what we now know as our housing estates, you're already back into the forest, aren't you? Correct. Which again, to yes. me, makes the, the church all the more mm. extraordinary. Mm. So it was an exaggeration to say you've got this beautiful, beautiful building in 1835 you could go, what would we say, Jane, a kilometre away from the city centre, oh, you're yeah. back in the swamp, you're oh, back yes. in the yeah. forest. Well, probably even less, actually. Yeah. In fact, if you see the old uh, drawings of the Armenian church, it looks like it's sitting in a completely pastoral, idyllic setting, yeah. you know? It's just surrounded by trees and green. And on that point, uh, you both alluded to it earlier, I, I'm not a religious guy, but it is open all the time. There is something just beautifully tranquil about yes. the place. Yes. I've, I've been there several times since. I've taken my daughter there. And I've been there on my own when I've not intended to go there. I'm just in that area and it's the noise and the, you know, mm, sim- the din. Yeah. And you've got the Funan <laughs> up the road and you've been out of City Hall. And I've just gone in there and I've sat there for about 15 or 20 minutes, had a bit of a. <sighs> yeah. And then got back out. And it's glorious. Yes. It's absolutely glorious. And it's always cool in there, too, absolutely. for some reason. Yes. It's because George designed it so well. Yeah. Um, it's a little oasis. 
Right. That's exactly what it is. In, mm. our, in our urban, dense urban jungle, it is a beautiful oasis. And any Singaporean, anyone listening to this can literally go there any time, can't yes. they? Yeah, I think it, they open the gates around 9.30 in the morning. Mm. So it's, a, it's closed overnight, of course. And, of course, they do have weddings and so forth taking mm. place there. You don't have to be Armenian even to get married there. Mm. Um, so, you know, sometimes you go there on a Saturday morning and it's lovely to see a married couple emerging from the little church. Yeah. One thing I just briefly wanted to ask you, because I'm fascinated by everything you've said today. What has been... One of the quirkiest things you've seen or discovered about Singapore's heritage that oh. really is just quirky, offbeat, funny. There's so many things, actually, and uh, trying to pinpoint something. Because I'm just thinking now, I can't get Mr. Coleman's lady on the side. I'm not yeah. saying on the side, but the, the lady he had of the, from the Armenian community. That's a revelation to me. Well, he wanted to marry her, but she refused to. She'd been married already to a Dutch guy, and it wasn't a very happy situation. Right. So, so it was really that. But quirky things. I mean, I, I do love to go to some of the um, you know the festivals and, and, and so forth, like Taipusam, for example. Mm. I mean, Taipusam, I think we all know about. And I remember going there as a child because I lived here in the 60s, you know, and um, my father was quite a keen photographer and took a lot of photos. But to see people having these spikes put in them and, uh, yeah. you know, the mental and physical preparation they do and then they don't actually bleed even when the spikes are being put in and you can be really close to them and see wow. it. That's that's pretty amazing. And that's really quite a Singaporean thing these days because yeah. they don't do it in India. Is that huh. right? Right. Wow. Interesting. Jane Iyer of Jane's Tours, thanks so much for coming on, talking to us about the Armenian Church, your beautiful place today, and, and all the other great information you've given us. You're most welcome, Glenn. Hope you'll come back Adil. again soon. Oh, I'd love to. Well, she's put the pressure on me now, Glenn, because that was fantastic. <laughs> I would say that was really genuinely fantastic. Time to up your game. Yeah, I think so. All right, Jane, thanks so much. Very welcome. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.